your health is your greatest wealth. We've heard that before, but nowhere is it more important than now when there is so much fear and anxiety and depression and uncertainty in the world because how you see the world has an effect. Your mental health has an effect on your body as well. My guest today, Raywin Weller, has been working with people all her life in the area of health and she has brought decades of experience where now she's an author and she helps people to deal with those things so that they can live a better healthy life and we are going to meet her right after (laughs) I'm getting quicker at this right after this the strongest prison bars are in your head leaders and teams it's time for a jailbreak Raywin Weller, welcome to Trish TV. Thank you, Trish. It's a pleasure being here. Oh, I'm so glad we finally connected. We've I've known of each other around the traps and through the actually the uh, thousand what is it the the thousand ripple effects authors group. So uh, Raywin is one of the thousand authors in a collection of books by Stacey Hausch, uh to encourage people with inspiring stories and you. You have an inspiring story. So I don't just want to talk about, you know, what you do as a business because what's important to me is you have a unique story that grabbed, it just wrapped around my heart as we talked yesterday and I just went, no, whoa, please, please share with us your history when it began, your encounters with health or ill health from your family. Sure, Trish. When I was nine and my sister was 10, there's only 16 months difference between us, she had been taken to the doctors regularly and told that she had a virus. She woke up one morning, she had wet her bed, and the urine had crystallized and burnt a hole in the mattress. You imagine what it was doing inside of her. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, Mum got the doctor in, being in the country. We had doctors come to our schools then, and, and he came up and tested her urine and said, get her to hospital. She'll be dead tomorrow if you don't. Mm-hmm. Wow. So from that day on, I watched her supper through many different things, from going into comas where she, um, <laughs> mum panicked and put some sugar in a glass and put it in her mouth and she bit the glass. Oh, my goodness. In a coma, clenching a broken glass in her mouth. So oh. many different things. That was just one little one throughout. But by the time she had passed, at the age of 52, which we didn't think she would make. Um, so that was amazing in itself. She had had five amputations on her legs. 
Oh, my goodness. She had lost her legs bit by bit. Most of her fingers had been amputated, and this is all gangrene, which is the most powerful, oh, sorry, painful thing that anyone can have. It puts shivers through me. She lost her kidneys. She had renal failure, and she was on a dialysis for two years, and then mum gave her a kidney. Wow. So she lived with mum's kidney for 16 years. Her eyesight was gone completely in one eye and the other eye she could just see shadows out of. Um, so, yeah, she she had a painful life, although she was always appeared cheerful to everyone on the outside, but she went through hell and back. And we went on that journey with her. You did. Now, you said you were nine when it started or that that, that it was, you know, became an, an issue. That, Obviously, uh -huh. she was sickly before then. So you're growing up, you're nine years old, and your sister that you're very close to is, is critical. And you're going through the tent. How... how <coughs> um, I want to be I want to be respectful and delicate here because I, I don't want to um, you know be insensitive. But was her decline like how were your teenage years with her that 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 growing up that as you're young and impressionable and you're seeing this happening? Um, how was that like? How was her health? Like, was it more just at the end or was it like a, a steady, gradual decline from, from that time? It was a gradual decline. Um, she didn't start losing her sight and things till in her 30s um, mm -hmm. and her legs, but she kept getting things wrong with her. And I believed a lot of it was we create a lot of our illness and a lot of it, the doctors actually said to her, you can only have so many ounces of this and so many ounces of that a day and you have to have your food at this time and your injections and everything. And she panicked at times. Oh, wow. And that, that's fear coming through. And fear creates young. your dis-ease within you. So, and this is, when, this is when you were, like, in, in your teen years? In our teens, yeah. Right, so you're young and she's young and mm -hmm. dealing with this stuff. Okay. Yeah. And wow. There's, an, there's another way that um, her health actually affected me as well as when she she lost missed quite a bit of schooling mm. at times with her illness. She spent a lot of time in hospital. And when she did go to school, she studied. She was studious. Mm. Okay. I was the opposite. So I kept being told, why aren't you like your sister? Hello, why did I want to be like my sister, number one? She was not well most of the time. But that's not what they meant. They meant, why aren't you studious like your sister? But I think I tried to make light of things to cover up. Wow, yeah. And then she had, she actually had, um, she adopted two children because they told her she couldn't have any. And then she had one of her own. Wow. But she okay. loved them all the same. She always treated them the same. She had a great sense of humor. She used to do exercises on the floor with her no legs and she'd get off balance and she'd start laughing. And oh, laughter wow. is the best medicine. Mm. It sure is. 
But yes, oh it, was, it was a bit of a harrowing um, time at, at times. And then I watched my father's body fade away with cancer. And he was only in his mid-60s. And my mother's mother had several operations over the years and she had breast cancer. But she I saw her fade away with Alzheimer's. Her mind faded away. So that left me with a life mission of I'm not going down that track. Wow. Just wow. Mm. We are talking with Raywin Weller. And Raywin cares about people's health. It is something that she has been passionate about since childhood because of her personal experience with her sister with diabetes and going through the decline that of the worst kind of diabetes, the effect that it can have and seeing that happen. And uh, if you are watching, please join the conversation, make a comment, like, subscribe. We are on the Shift and Lift show, so there will be a lift. We're not just going to dwell on the negative because, uh, Rowan, there's a couple of things I picked up on what you said is that um, she was studious. Now, she could have thought to herself, my health is so bad, my life expectancy is not great, I'm battling all these battles why would I bother studying? And yet you said she was very studious. Now tell me about mm -hmm. that attitude. I think she well, she she lost so much time being in hospital that she wanted to just try and be normal like everybody else. She she was actually had a good attitude as in don't feel sorry for me. I'm wow. okay. Um she was a happy-go-lucky person in one way, but that was on the outside. Right. The turmoil is on the inside, and that is what mm. causes further dis-ease. Talk to me about the phrase dis-ease. <laughs> I call it dis-ease because whenever you get something wrong with you, it is dis-ease of your mind or your body. It's your body telling you there's something wrong. Right. You need to change your thinking the way you're doing things. Wow, that's so true. That's mm. yeah, disease is dis-ease. There's not it's a harmony between them. Mm -hmm. Wow. And and I imagine that with your mum, uh, and of course I'm not a specialist and I am speculating, but but you know, she would have your mother would have suffered so much anxiety and fear and stress around your sister because this is her daughter her child uh, suffering mm -hmm. and having to cope with that without the tools that we have today with you know going she probably didn't even think about going to a psychologist herself to get counseling oh, to help her cope and you know back in those days mum -hmm. actually blamed herself Oh. And it took me years to get her to stop that because there was diabetes way down the track in the family somewhere. Now, I always say that the your genetics load the gun, but right. you pull the trigger by your thinking and your lifestyle. Oh, if I went hold down on. that Just track. Wait. I need you to say that again. Just hold on. That's great. 
your genetics load the gun, mm -hmm. but it's your thinking and thinking your lifestyle that pulls the trigger. That, so we're not trapped necessarily. I mean, some things are definitely hereditary and, and they will come out, but, but um, we do have a certain amount of control over whether or not we are committed to those genetics. Uh-huh. We do. Just pause and think about that, uh, everybody, the viewers that, that you're watching, that, you know, we can shift and lift our thinking and our expectations. And, you know, it is important to take care of our, our physical lifestyle. And, you know, if there is diabetes in the family then of course you you want to be careful about the things that you consume mm -hmm. uh, but it's you're not necessarily you, you're not necessarily enslaved committed indentured whatever the right phrase is just because you've got those genetics and in fact the uh -huh. good thing about having that flag that red that warning signal is That's you can just yeah you can go okay and sometimes it's to do with like alcoholism can run in a family to have that that weakness for that and and it might might have started in alcohol 100 years ago but and then might find expression in drugs or something else but that addictive personality trait doesn't have to own you you don't say well my grandfather my father my, you know they're all they're all that way therefore you know can't help it it can be because granddad dad the uncles the aunties are that way i can now put safeguards in place and watch and that's my what I'm doing. And, and that's what you help people do, Raywin. Mm -hmm. And that's what I do for myself. Because with all of those things that have happened to my family, if I worried about it, I would end up with it. We attract what we concentrate on. Yes, we do. Yeah. Yeah, what, what we focus the more on. Where energy towards. you give something, where energy flow, where your thoughts go, energy flows, and you give more and more. It's like having a headache. If you've got a headache and you're going, oh, 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 worry about it, it's going to get worse, I've got to take some pills, whatever. I say, get a glass of water, have a drink. You're most probably dehydrated. True. Use a little reflexology, rub the end of your toes, mm. and your headache will go. Your toe will be sore. <laughs> rub, rub it until it's not sore and your headache will disappear mm. well that's true you know the, the we're learning more and more about the nerves in the body and you know the things that people thought were um, mystical before uh, actually have basis in science so you know there, there oh, are certain yes. nerve endings that when you stimulate them they have an effect elsewhere in the body and that's, mm -hmm. that's to do with science. Now, I'm not a scientist or you know, I'm not involved in that, but I talk to a lot of people in their field of expertise to know that, uh, and, and I, want to, I want to encourage people to be open-minded uh, rather than, you know, there was a time when um, people thought that, um, oh, what's that one where you put the needles in, you know? Acupuncture. <laughs> Acupuncture. You know, when people were doing that, it was Chinese acupuncture, you know, those, those Chinese because, you know, our colonial background, it was considered witchcraft. And yet there is actual science behind the, the doing of those nerve endings. So I want to encourage people that um, 
the different types of people that that are on this program um i have a large following of christian friends on here plus there are people who are more in the spiritual new age type uh section and then there's you know you've got people who are strictly look don't give me the woo-woo stuff just just give me some strategies to help me think better so I want to encourage people to be open-minded, uh, you know, without compromising your values, of course. Um, but, um, you know, we're not going to go sacrificing babies to uh, appease the gods. That's, you know, that's outside my... <laughs> we don't I hope that. so. I'm not, I'm not saying being open to occultic practices. Uh, but, you know, things that are, if they're, if they're working, they're worthy of investigation. And uh, so, so when we talk about holistic healing and energy, we are also talking about chemistry. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that, it's all that, integrated. It is all integrated. That that that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I want to encourage people to, uh, to 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 yeah, sure. You can't think. You can't sit there thinking. I don't have cancer. I don't have cancer. I don't have cancer. Firstly, your affirmation is wrong, and we're going to talk about that. And it does take more than just words. It takes lifestyle and action. So we're not just being, we're not just doing, you know, magic here. But Raywin, your expertise uh, is really valuable right now because you are talking about, uh, you, you, you're addressing a lot of people at the moment who are very anxious, they're fearful, they're suffering depression. Our, you know, there's a lot of fearful things in the world and on the news um, as we film. We are 18 months into COVID. You might be watching this video later on and everything's fine, uh, but there's always going to be things going on in the world that cause anxiety and stress. It's so, a long lost cause. <laughs> it's been happening for years. People ha- stress there, there themselves. There always has. So if we can have some, get, you know, develop some strategies for coping, catching it early and coping, and that's what I'd like you to talk to next for us, um, Raywin, to uh, cover what, what we were going to cover and and also you have some strategies for us. So I'll, I'll hand it over to you and you can take oh, us along that journey. Great. Stress, what is it? What causes it? Mainly fear. And fear leads to, as you said, anxiety, depression, and in general, dis-ease within your mind and body. So what causes our fear is our thoughts. The words you say and the pictures you create in your mind create your life. I actually call these thoughts mites. I've just come up with this new analogy. Mental images threatening our emotions. And Dr... I mean, who is a brain specialist, an amazing one in the States. He calls them ants, automatic negative thoughts. So we need to get an anteater in there. But what might a might be? I might lose my job. My partner might be cheating on me or leave me. I might get sick. What will they think if I do this or say this or wear this? I might fail. I might succeed. And some people do have fears of succeeding. So the list goes on. Where wow. your thoughts go, your energies flow. So, so true. negative thinking is a habit. Your mind does what you keep telling it. Okay. 
it thinks that's what you want to do because you keep telling it so and it likes what is familiar so when something is familiar it becomes a habit mm. good or bad we have mm. good habits and bad habits so wouldn't you want to create a positive energizing habit and and have some beautiful ones tell yourself i feel good i'm fit i'm healthy be your own best friend right even when we don't feel it we're not telling lies to ourselves we're speaking it we've got seven minutes left we to... have we need to keep moving yep. that's all right no it's all good because i'd love you I would love you to take us through some practical exercises to help us with our our thinking and those habits so that we can cool. have, get walk away with some how-tos. One of the best ways to change habits is through affirmations, mm -hmm. positive affirmations. Um, many people I work with, I'm not enough, is, the, is something um, that's created as a child or whatever, someone's told them they're not good enough. So I am enough is an amazing one. I'm good enough, I'm lovable enough, I'm healthy enough, I'm wealthy enough, I'm thin enough, I'm fat enough, I'm strong enough, whatever enough you're not feeling at the moment. Create an affirmation of it and make yourself strong, brave, healthy, fit, whatever. The more you say it, the more you will get it. I actually have on my mirror, I am enough. Wow. And I yeah. also have, I have phenomenal coping skills. That is another one. People just need to know that they can cope. So if you keep saying, I've got phenomenal coping skills, I learned that one when I was looking after my mother with Alzheimer's. And the other one that is a major, nothing and no one can disturb my peace of mind. Wow. That, that is a very powerful affirmation. And I've actually got a card that I put out and give to everybody I see with all of those affirmations on it. And mm. I tell them to write it on their mirrors because you need to do that. You need to believe in yourself. Right. When you say something often enough, it becomes true. Okay. Feel it. Yes. When you say it, feel it and believe it when you put energy with it it will work better yeah but make sure you don't nuke it if you now, what say, do you mean by nuke it nuke it mm -hmm. you know, like putting something in a microwave you're nuking it don't say oh, i'm a fantastic person and then in your mind or out loud say yeah right not true You've just cancelled what you've done. You've reversed wow. your affirmation. So believe it, feel it, and just know that if you say it enough, say it several times a day, it will actually take hold. So when you change yeah. the way you think, you change your life. That's right. And saying it out loud. And when you say it out loud, it goes into your ear. So for those people who are thinking, but I don't believe it and I want to, I want to believe it, but I don't believe it, by saying it out loud and repetitively, you're, you're actually it. speaking into your ear mm -hmm. and telling yourself and you're gradually convincing yourself. 
And you can say, I'm getting better at this. I, I'm getting better and better every day. Yeah. I've so got a lovely story not. of my mother saying that one, but I but I won't do that. It was about getting rid of an ulcer on a leg. And we did that through affirmations and yep. positive thinking. Yep. We cleared up something she'd had for nine months with just going That's to right. doctors. So it's so powerful. It really is. Now what you, have you another... think of yourself yes. matters. Does. Your self-esteem matters. So you need to confirm, 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 I'm good enough, I'm clever enough, I'm smart enough, okay? Yes. So you need to do a checkup from the neck up every now and then and think how you're thinking because we have thousands of thoughts go through our mind every day. And each day, 90% of those are the same as the day before. They just keep going. So you need to question your thoughts. Mm. Ask, is this true? Where did it come from? Did it come from social media? Did it come from a friend? Did it come from my own mind? Very Question good. it. Nine times yeah. out of ten, it's not even true. That's right. That's great. So, so far you've given us, I'm picking up two strategies. One is do the affirmations. And the second one I think is really, really important and combined with the affirmations is our self-esteem, mm -hmm. that what we speak over ourselves, so how you feel about yourself needs to be healthy and positive and speak it out as an affirmation as well as what you want the affirmation to be brilliant just brilliant i just yep. want to do a little exercise if we've got time we on do. stress okay with all Fantastic. of this stress happening we need to Love get stress. out of our heads so okay i want you to just you can do it now close yep. your eyes and take a beautiful big breath in or give yourself a big breath Put a smile on your face, breathe in and hold on to that smile and feel it go through your whole body, through your head, your heart, your whole body. And then just slowly release all of the toxic thoughts and memories from your mind. And if you do that several times, you are actually releasing those toxins, but also with a smile on your face, you're releasing endorphins within you and i call them happy hormones they are a morphine like substance that your body naturally releases so it's just such a feeling feeling that smile going through your whole body and it's clearing because you're concentrating on the smile and you're breathing and holding on to it you're clearing your head and you can also, while you're breathing, tap your chest like Tarzan. Do a Tarzan trip. Now, this is a great stress releaser. You've actually got a, a they call it a sore spot here, and they're meridian points on you. And they actually help release bad energies, stress. That's so good. And, you know, there's um, there's also some science behind it too, though, Raywin, where it, it's – well, I mean, I've as a child, I had respiratory issues, and it loosens. It helps oh, to yes. loosen the uh, the pipes in there. But also, mm -hmm. there's in psychology, there, there's that soothing. There's that when you're a baby and you're petted, yeah. there's a soothing to it. So there's actually some science to it. As making <laughs> me, it's it, it's a help. <laughs> it's clearing me. Wow, okay. what a great, and you know, I hadn't seen before, I, I, I know about breathing, 
have a number of people talking about, you know, in, in my world that are about, you know, the deep breathing. I did not know about breathing with a smile. Mm -hmm. That's, that's a, a great feeling. twist on it. That's a powerful twist on it. Wow. Now, before we go, I do want to make sure that we, uh, that I, sh um, I show Ray raywinweller.com. Uh, that's her, her website. Visit Raywin Weller. She's holistic mm -hmm. healing for a vibrant and healthy mind. But not only that, uh, Raywin has a book. She uh, Let's just flick over to the shop. She has got a book called Your Health is Your Greatest Wealth. And uh, so, yeah, this is what the book is called, Your Health is Your Greatest Wealth. And it really is. So you can go to raywin.com. Now, Raywin is spelt R-A-E-W-Y-N, Weller, uh, and that's where you will be able to, and you can, yep, so Raywin, R-A-E-W-Y-N, W-E-L-L-E-R, and I'll have it, it, it's in the show notes anyway, so you'll be able to find her. Raywin, it has been an absolute pleasure having you on. It's just, uh, it's, it's great to have you. It's always good to be able to remind ourselves to connect our mind and our thinking, you know, our thinking with our body's health so that we can uh, go on and emerge with a full, happy life to do the things that we want to do. Just live in the moment. The past is gone. The future's a mystery. At the moment, now is the present. So That's smell right. the roses, listen to the birds singing and believe in yourself. Wonderful. Use the imagination and create the life you really want to be. So I'm sending you all love, Araha from New Zealand. Beautiful. Thank you very much, Trish. Bye, everybody. See you next time.